0: Said we get to start over. Yeah? Did you? I'm trying. What'd you say? What's really on your mind? I don't think we get to save people anymore. Why are you here? I'm trying. <laughs> You're listening to the survival podcast for zombie nerds everywhere. This is Zombies Eight My Podcast.
1: Yeah, there's are
0: Listen
2: like your life depends on it. Broadcasting to you alive from the Zamp Command Center here in freezing cold New Hampshire. Like, absolutely like Canadian level freezing cold. It's ridiculous. But it's okay because we got another awesome show lined up for you guys today. So we'll introduce the usuals first. Underground in a secure location to the north, it's the busy zombie lord himself, Lou Page.
0: It's freezing here too, Bob. So, I I I feel your pain.
2: I don't like the I think I told you earlier, the, I don't like the 60 to -1 billion swing here. Yeah, no,
0: no. <laughs> it's not I can fun. usually handle the cold, but when the cold goes from, you know, 60 degree weather to freezing cold, it's bad.
2: Yeah. Well, speaking of freezing cold, keeping the border safe north over the wall,
3: it's Canada's own Ryan Murphy. Mhm. It is cold, and there's snow on the ground. Not buffalo snow, but like there's some snow in the ground. What's Buffalo snow? Have
0: you guys not seen the news about Buffalo? No, I'm get- just kidding. Okay, I'm just kidding. yeah. Nice. I was gonna say, dude, did they get like seven feet?
2: It's uh, at least twelve at this point. They
3: got, I think, <laughs> at least a Shaquille O'Neal. I think
2: <laughs> that's pretty. That's a lot. Yeah. So here's the thing, too. Uh, we're gonna keep our trend going with the Zamp Book Month uh, Club that we yeah. have going here, and uh, we have another special guest. He's written a ton of awesome zombie shorts and books alike. Uh, he is. Anthony Renfro. Did I say that right, Anthony? Yeah, you did. All right. Welcome to the show. Nice to have you here. Thank you. So this is great because you, you write all sorts of different type of zombie short stories, right? Yeah, yeah. This is my, sort of my first foray into the uh, holiday zombie stuff. <laughs> now, what do you have as far as zombie holiday stuff? Like what do you have out there right now? Uh, well, the big
1: hit for me is a zombie Christmas which is about three men just trying to save Christmas in a zombie apocalypse.
2: That sounds amazing.
1: <laughs> and then I just recently wrote a zombie Thanksgiving and a zombie new year and the Thanksgiving one, um, uh, just basically trying to create Thanksgiving in a zombie world when there's no food around.
2: Yeah. Um,
1: that sort of the theme of that one. And then a zombie new year is just sort of an action adventure, romance, ghost horror kind of thing going on that, uh, Two couples trying to get together on in a zombie
2: apocalypse um, on New Year's Eve to share that special kiss. Yeah, so you're you're pretty much taking real life situations and scenarios and just combining them, just molding them together with zombie apocalypse style.
1: Yeah, so. that's sort of what my thing is when I write. I like to do that sort of thing. Just take the uh, ordinary and just try to make it, uh, you know out of this world or something i guess you could say yeah
2: that's a lot of what we talked about it a couple times in the show or maybe even off the show about how you know what would change in a zombie apocalypse like would you have thanksgiving still on that day or <laughs> would you just not even care anymore but you uh you went ahead <laughs> and solved the problem for us <laughs>
1: <laughs> well i tried you know because in a zombie apocalypse you got to keep hope somewhere and the holidays are a good place to start
2: yeah exactly they bring people together right exactly so these books that you write, these short stories, um, where where can you get them? They're available somewhere, right? Uh,
1: Amazon, really. Right now, it's the only spot I've got them on. I'm trying to utilize their KDP,
2: yeah, for uh, free promotions and everything. Excellent, excellent. And uh, so you, right now, you can get Zombie Christmas. Can you get Zombie New Year and the Thanksgiving short you story? You can. Then I've got I've got them all three
1: together in a big book called a Zombie Holiday Trilogy. How could you not want a zombie holiday trilogy book?
3: Yeah, do do you <laughs> have I the? I know I do. <laughs> do you have the Star Wars Life Day one? You should do that.
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: You I could do like get
1: that one in my old age. <laughs>
3: yeah. Well, I mean, it's funny. Like you, you'd probably have to work through some like legal ramifications, but it, it'd be interesting. Like you know, zombie. You'd have zombie Star Wars characters, which I'm pretty sure is the first, and then you'd also have zombie Life Day stuff, and you could like. It could be the prequel everybody wanted to the original Zombie Holiday Trilogy. Does that not sound fantastic? (laughs) Uh,
1: Yeah, well, I'd I'd have to pay... I'm sure I'd have to pay George Lucas. He (laughs) likes his money. Yeah,
3: that's true.
0: That, and I hate to inform you, Ryan, but um, if you've watched the Clone Wars TV show, uh, they do introduce zombies at some point, so... (laughs) It's been done, Ryan. Come on.
3: (laughs) Yeah, well... No, so have no anthony
0: thoughts.
2: have you wrote is, is it all zombie stuff for you Or do you have anything else on amazon is it is there a uh, lot of
1: well i've got several i've got a lot of several other short stories on there and one of my novels is there but uh i did take vampires and push them into christmas too so oh
2: <laughs> nice <laughs> good vampire Some called right? a
1: vampire at christmas he's basically a uh vampire santa claus he uses wow. his vampire skills to hop from rooftop to rooftop and slide into homes and Leave presents under trees and everything.
3: <laughs> really? That's awesome.
1: He doesn't well, like... it's actually more, uh, it's like charities and stuff. He finds like local charities that are in need of his wealth, basically. <laughs> so he slides into these
2: charities and leaves them a little packets there for Christmas morning. He doesn't sparkle or anything, right? This this vampire? <laughs> okay, just God making sure. All right, we can still continue the show then. That's great. Great news. Exactly. So uh, we're excited, too, because uh, obviously you guys got to go. How did they find your book? Did they search for you or did they search for a title? or?
1: Uh, they can find it any which way. I mean yeah. my name or title or whatever.
2: All right. So you're, you're Anthony Renfro. And yep. the book, any one of these books, you can get a zombie Christmas, a zombie New Year, uh, a zombie Thanksgiving, yep. or the, the, best, the best bang for your buck, a zombie holiday trilogy. Mm-hmm. Exactly.
1: Perfect.
3: We'll All right. have links in the notes too for those listening. They can just kind of scroll down and uh, and uh, find those links pretty easily and, and, and pick those up on Amazon because, uh, man, it, you know, it's funny. Like we get a lot of like zombie content on the show and we like to kind of go after the unique stuff. So Zombie Holidays is really cool. We had the zombie cookbook last week and uh you know this is all really great stuff if you have like if you're listening to this you have zombie fans and now you know what to get them for christmas or whatever holiday you want to get them for like do, do you guys exchange gifts during thanksgiving maybe i'll find out when i read the zombie thanksgiving book <laughs>
2: i think
1: you, you get a just... couple of mine in print too so if they want stocking stuffers
2: them go. in print.
3: So. yeah <laughs> there you go that's yeah, much better than there. like uh, an e-book printout <laughs>
2: Just exactly. Print it out. So we're gonna try something different here. Um, So it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be the um, how do we put this? It's gonna be the first ever live reading from the Zombies Ate My Podcast crew. Yeah, (laughs) special collection. uh, The special collection. (laughs) And uh, we are gonna try and read a short excerpt live here on the show. Uh, from Anthony's book, uh, a zombie Thanksgiving, because it is almost Thanksgiving time, right? For yes, us. it is. I mean, you you already had yours, Ryan, because you're spoiled. But um, so we're going to go ahead and do this. So we're all going to play certain parts here, and uh, we're going to read just a short excerpt from the from the short story here, and uh, just to give people an idea of what they could get if they purchased the purchase, not only just the zombie Thanksgiving, but also if you got the collection as well. So. Um, how are we going to do this? So I'm I'm going to narrate this whole thing out for you guys, and you guys are ready. You guys ready for this? This is our uh, first dramatic reading as a podcast. I think we're breaching into new territory oh, here.
3: Yeah, we're going to start a spinoff just called Zombie Zombies Ate My Masterpiece Theater, and it's going to be great.
2: Well, I'll let you finish your vacuuming. <laughs> you Sorry.
3: That.
2: No, I'm just kidding. All right, so uh, here we go. I'm going to lay the story out for you guys, and uh, everyone enjoy because here it comes. starting now when dawn reached the summit she stopped she was now standing on a landing in front of a closed door she looked behind her nothing but darkness and nothing coming up out of that darkness to get her the place was still silent feeling safe and secure she turned the door handle and entered the room her light splashed across a desk with a big plush chair behind it several uncomfortable chairs in front of it Computer, lamp, printer, calendar on the wall, several windows, and a couch. There wasn't a zombie to be seen in this small little space, which, from the pictures on the wall and the pictures on the desk, was shared by the boss. or oh, sorry, shared by the bosses who ran each shift. She closed the door, which didn't lock, and slid the desk in front of it. She unshouldered her backpack and sat down on the couch. She was a lot more tired than she realized as she pulled out a bag of chips water and turkey jerky from her backpack she put the growl (laughs) no i'm just kidding she put the growl in her stomach to sleep and as she sat and ate she hoped george wouldn't worry about her too much but she knew he would he was that kind of guy and she really hoped he wouldn't come looking for her but she knew he would he was also that kind of guy
1: you messed up this time didn't you girl
2: she sighed and tried not to worry her intentions were good but her plan was flawed she knew that now. It would have been best to get George involved, but she didn't think he would go along with it. That's why she had struck out on her own, stupid as it may be. When she was finished eating, she walked over to the window that looked out on the outside. She opened it and let the gentle breeze flow into the hot, stuffy room. She stood there a moment and just missed things, What she wouldn't give to go for a run right now. It was going to be the perfect time of year for that in North Carolina. She grabbed the big plush desk chair, the bosses were living right sitting in this one. The bosses were living right sitting in this one and spun it over to the window. <clears throat> she sat down, propped her feet up on the windowsill and fell asleep with her long blonde hair dangling over the back of it.
0: What do you mean she left?
2: he asked as he stood there terrified, tired from the supply run which started before the light of day. His girlfriend whom he had protected and helped show how to survive was gone.
3: Don must have gone during nap time, George. I fell asleep when the kids did.
0: You mean everyone fell asleep? Nobody was on guard duty?
3: Sorry, even my oldest conked out. He rarely sleeps during the day. I guess it just happens.
2: She handed Don's note to him, the one Don wrote just before she made her exit.
3: She said something about the ultimate Thanksgiving feast. Something to get us back to the way we were before?
2: George was a math scholar in his life before the zombies, heading on to one of the big schools to be trained so he could move on to jobs that guaranteed him a comfortable income in life. Kaylee, on the other hand, held a desk job while her husband stayed home with the kids. That was her world before it fell apart. Her husband was now gone, so it was up to this 40-year-old working mom to learn how to survive on her own, to rely on her motherly instincts, to rely on so many things that any single parent would need to keep her children healthy and alive. The kids, fourteen, eight. And four, boy, girl, and girl, were depending on her to pull them through, and she had gotten them this far. She hoped this safe place would last, but Dawn might have just upset their little bit of utopia if she went off and got herself killed.
0: Stupid girl, always thinking with her heart and not her mind. She can handle herself, George. You taught her well. Don't you know, I know that, Kaylee, but no one needs to be out there alone. It's safer in numbers.
3: She has to be heading towards town.
0: Yeah, but which store? Where? Any idea?
3: We can round up some gear and go look for her.
0: No, you need to stay here. You have your kids to take care of. You just got back from a supply run. You need your rest. She's out there, though. I can't rest until I find her, no matter how tired I am. Sleep, fatigue, we'll just have to wait until we're back together.
2: George replied as he ran his hands Through his long brown hair He had to think and think like dawn Put his 18 year old angst at bay For just a moment
0: Okay Thanksgiving feast If we were she Where would we go
3: uh, I know of three places I would try almost immediately Which are uh, The three grocery stores close to the high school She wouldn't stray too far from the home base I wouldn't think
2: Kaylee looked around the gym, fortified at each door, basketball court, silent, bleachers, nets, backboards, and goals collecting dust.
0: Good thinking. There's also that department store with the big bullseye on it. Didn't they have groceries as well? They did,
3: but the big grocery stores would probably be a safer bet. Better chance of finding more stuff.
0: I'll find her. You guys get some rest. Promise me you will. And make sure one of you stands guard this time. Just don't know what or who is lurking out there.
2: George suited up, vest to hold a few knives, a couple of smoke bombs complete with an exploding flash, a couple of bottles of water, a few small snacks, and bullets for the pistol and shotgun. He slipped a pair of sharpened brass knuckles over his left hand and made sure the shotgun was loaded. He slung the shotgun strap over his head and shoulder so the gun rested nicely across his back. He grabbed his pistol, made sure it was loaded, and then screwed on the silencer.
0: Okay, Kaylee. Douse the light when I leave and stay quiet. We can handle ourselves, George.
2: Kaylee was a tad offended at his brashness. She didn't mind if he wanted to lead—hell of a leader, mind you—but she didn't need to be treated like a child. They had survived without him, so she knew they—she she knew the drill.
0: I know you can, and I'm sorry if I'm overstepping. I'm just worried about Dawn. I can't have—I uh, can't have you in that worry as well.
3: I understand. Just take care of yourself. Hurry back safe. Will do.
2: George looked through the glass and out into the hallway. No zombies or humans, looter activity going on. Still snug as a bug in a rug, he hoped it would stay that way until they got back. He opened the door and stepped out into the dark hallway. Wish me luck.
3: Good luck, George.
2: Kaylee closed and locked the door after George stepped out into the hall. He was now all alone. Hallway running to his left and right, empty lockers shut tight, products of another time and another place. He fastened a strap to his head with a light on it, turned it on, the yellow beam turned right, and made his way towards the end of the hall. He made a left at the end of the hall and walked by the trophy case, full of useless accomplishments. He stopped at the double doors, which led to the world outside. One of them was barely hanging on by a hinge, leaning hard, about to fall over. The other was warped from the top to bottom as if someone or something had run directly into it. Luckily for them, the zombies had not hoarded up here in quite a while, and they had managed to keep the undead population down with sporadic cleaning-out parties. It had kept them safe and zombie-free, so they hadn't needed to fortify these doors. George stepped through the door that was hanging askew and out onto the concrete landing. He stood there a moment and breathed in the late afternoon air. He scanned the grounds as he turned the light off. Wouldn't need it outside. Better to save it for later several zombies shuffled nearby
0: what was it what is it that don always says oh yeah he replied aiming go in peace and fired a clean headshot
2: zombie one down second shot zombie two down he hated wasting bullets but these two shuffles were a little too close to home for home base for his liking George made his way down the steps across the concrete walkway, past the flagpole, and down to the spot where buses and cars used to load up in the in that bygone era of pre zombie days. He stood for a moment and debated. Department store to the right, grocery stores to the left. He decided to go left, whistling to calm his nerves and hoped and hoping against hope that Don was somewhere safe and sound, reloading his pistol as he walked. End scene. And scene. And if you guys want more of that, even though uh, I may have butchered it, <laughs> um, you could get that on Amazon, right, Anthony? Yep, you can.
3: See, I, I,
2: have, I, I have now more respect for people on Audible that read audiobooks. books.
3: Yeah, that's <laughs> tough.
0: You, you know, if you want, if it's you, I think Trust we me. all do.
3: If, if you don't have an Audible Some yet, part. we could snip this out and we can put it in. Maybe, maybe <laughs> we do the Audible, and then people are like. What is this garbage? I'm gonna go buy the written one too.
2: <laughs> yeah, right. Maybe I should just read it.
3: <laughs> yeah, maybe I should read it. Hey, whatever, man. You know what? At least he, I didn't do my likes... female voice because that would have that would have been terrible. I was testing them out on the guys before the call, and I was like, I can't even remember what it was. It was awful, though. It
2: was. It was. It was southern. It was. Uh, was it southern? You had. You had that l- North Carolina.
3: Let me find Carolina. a line uh, here.
2: Yeah,
1: it might have worked. <laughs> you she can handle up, herself,
3: right? George. You taught her well. That's not right. That still sounds like a guy. Okay, that's so that's no, not
2: right at all. That didn't work. So no, but really though, the the short stories are really well written, despite our
0: <laughs> lack of. They're really
3: well written, not well read. How's that I, sound? I, so
0: that's sorry. I, sorry. I, I apologize for my. Uh, I apologize for my poor reading ability. <laughs> I don't know about you guys. I thought that's I did okay, wonderful. Trust me. So
1: no, Anthony. I've tried my hand at uh, you know local, what do you call it, uh, video productions and stuff, acting. It's it's about what I do. So you guys did a great job. Yeah, I
2: noticed you had the part with one line. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah I you, played it smart. You you played very well there, sir.
3: See, I didn't want to be you spoiled by reading through it beforehand. So I was like, yeah, I'll be Kaylee. And like, I love that uh, we all volunteered Bob to be the narrator. Although he is the host of the show, so therefore he should be the narrator
1: Uh uh-huh that's that's why i said
2: bob when i sent the email perfect (laughs) narrator (laughs) so no that was a lot of fun um hopefully we can we can get a little bit better at it we can maybe do another one around christmas time (laughs) who knows
1: (laughs) if you want to i'm up for
2: it all right that sounds great but um so the book is available on amazon you can uh you can find it by searching for either anthony renfro search for a zombie christmas zombie thanksgiving uh the zombie holiday trilogy is the best way to go though i think and uh if you enjoyed that little piece of work or you guys kind of want to read it up on your own go go to amazon and check it out because they they are very i mean you did a great job writing these short stories and they're they're a lot of fun to read and i mean it's it's the zombie apocalypse plus regular holidays it's Mm. how do you get better than that
3: well you don't well all right i'll say one thing and then go away because evidently i'm in the realm of the vacuum right now but uh yeah, very zombie Christmas. Maybe we'll do another read through for Christmas. How's that sound, guys?
2: I I think I need to practice, but I'll I'll work on it.
3: I'll uh, <laughs> practice. I'll and try. and I, if I'm a female character again, I'll like I'll I'll pick a uh, I'll pick something real good like uh, like Della May No, that's no, that's not gonna work.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Just practice. Practice in your own. justified or justified
3: or whatever. Yeah. So yeah.
2: Oh, Ryan, three guys. We're fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Yeah. Should, have, should have started with that one, <laughs>
3: so I could yeah. just be me. Perfect.
2: Yeah, sure. So uh, thank you, thank you for letting us uh, read that, Anthony. That that sure. was a, that was a lot of fun, and uh, hopefully people will still buy your book, even though we kind of screwed most of that up for you. And, Did better uh, than I could do. Uh, oh, perfect. So uh, before we get into the Walking Dead talk, uh, we do have something else to go over that I'm not going to forget about, and that's uh, that's one of our newer segments. <laughs> It is that epic. It's Ryan goes to the movies. And he went to the movies. He did. Yep. Ryan, what'd you watch?
3: I went back in time to 1978 and watched the original Dawn of the Dead.
2: Oh, the cult classic. One of everyone's favorite zombie movies. The original dawn of the dead mm-hmm. love it George A. romero at his finest
0: in my opinion um who... I, I would ask you which version of the film you watched ryan but i'm afraid to know since there's like six versions of it oh god you did not that do six. that to
3: me again did you uh it was two hours <laughs> yeah. and 20 minutes and there was at least okay then you saw that sorry at least you saw what? the
0: director's cut then i, I yeah. saw
3: 20 minutes of pie uh, throwing is that in the director's cut because that's totally what yes. I see as George A. Romero. I'm
0: pretty sure that's the director's cut. Yeah, yeah
3: it sounds
2: like it. So overall, Ryan, what are your thoughts? Uh, you're you're in the realm of classic movies, which you normally don't really watch. So
3: this is. Kind of the template that I think Walking Dead uses, but ramps it up to eleven. Right? You've got your, you've got your human drama, you've got your zombie drama, you've got your your you know quirky comedy, and you've also got the, you know evil humans like the raiders at the very end there. Uh, and I don't know. I, I, I mean, if you notched up the seriousness just a little bit, you might actually have a pretty decent Walking Dead episode. Uh, you know, the characters were. Uh, believable except for whenever they went crazy for some reason um like the the white guy starts to go pretty nuts like one of the army dude it's just weird you know like like the chaos of what's going on somehow warps their mind to make them crazy although the time frame seems to be a little short for that um but no i enjoyed it and it was funny because the first two hours of the film like this isn't a zombie movie it's just weird pale dudes walking around like there's a couple of (laughs) couple of bites but like there's no gore and then at the very end it's like oh right zombie
2: what about the elevator scene huh? Uh huh
3: wasn't that at the end
2: yeah towards the end
3: yeah like all all that like i really they really did a great job at transforming some of the main characters into zombies um that was the most jarring for me it's almost that they put extra effort into making them look good as zombies and everybody else was just like you know, like that weird makeup that they puff on, the, like the white stuff. Right. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I for for the one of the original zombie flicks to to make it popular, I I really dug it, and I made the mistake of looking to see the other of the dead films. I've seen, yeah. I've seen Land of the Dead from two thousand. I've seen yep. Sir. Seen survival and I've seen diary, so I've seen the last three, but I don't think I've seen the sequel to this one, which is
2: Day Day of the
1: Dead. Day of the
3: Dead. I've never seen Day of the Dead, which was in the eighties.
1: You're missing the best one in the series.
3: Is it really? Really, day? I, you
1: think Day of the Dead's the best? I I tend to lean more to Day of the Dead. I think Tom Savini's work in that one is simply amazing. Oh, the okay. effects work in that. Yeah, one is just it, it was very
2: good effects work. Okay. Now you've seen Anthony. You've seen Dawn of the Dead too, right? Oh, yeah.
1: I mean, I, I own the box set with all four Old of base. them, the European yeah.
0: and all Sweet. that. Yeah, so, yeah. That, this, me too. Cool. Which, by the way, Ryan, when you have a free time, if you think about it, uh, watch the European version. It's hilarious. Oh, yeah? It's like 50 minutes long. Yeah. And they cut out all of the acting, and it's just the act- action sequences lined up back to back.
2: Really? Now, Ryan- with enough
0: plot to keep it going. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, that's true. Uh, Ryan, so can you kind of see how this, this movie, though, kind of shaped where zombies are today as far as like um, not just zombies, but the whole aspect of there are zombies there, but it really turns into people versus people. I know you mentioned that before, but can't you see how this kind of molded that whole trend around it way back then?
3: Yeah, because it, it sort of illustrates that uh, these survivors eventually just learned to cope. And they're doing pretty well. They've got the whole mall to themselves. And what ruins it? Not the zombies, but the people who are specifically out there to do harm. And and even then, you know, it's just it's it's not very often that like in The Walking Dead. Sometimes a rogue zombie will take out one of your favorite characters, but usually it's something to do with humanity. Whether it's right. you know extending your your uh, your arm just a little too far, getting it bit. You know, not being too careful, checking your corners—like that's sort of what this movie illustrates. That it's never about the—it's never about the zombies doing bad. It's always about the humans just not doing so hot. And it's really interesting in this movie to kind of see the progression from. Now they say it's a sequel. So does that mean they kind of contain? It's a
0: sequel to. It's.
3: Is it is it like a chronological sequel to the first one?
0: Yes. Okay,
3: so does that mean like they contain the outbreak in the original film, *Night of the Living Dead*? No. 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 Okay. So they're just constantly is supposed living to take with
0: this. Place... Yes. This is supposed to be in the middle of what happened in Night of the Living Dead.
3: Oh, okay. Okay. Because yeah. I, there's like a lot of like news clippings and people discussing things like the infrastructure sticks around a lot longer than I thought would. So, and and again, another one of those scenes where it's like it's funny how they display like Jordani Romero must not have must have some really Odd thoughts about what preppers are like, because all the preppers in his movies are like hunting, like camouflage, wearing southern accents, and they always call them hicks. And I'm like, man, George, you could be a little. <laughs> Why are you so mean? Why you gotta be that way? Like, I know plenty of preppers that are that are totally normal. Well, except for the fact that they stockpile ammo, canned food, and uh, you know that sort of thing in their basement but other than that they seem like normal people are you trying to
0: tell me that are you trying to tell me that stockpiling ammo is not a good idea Ryan it's a bad idea
3: especially if the government gets involved (laughs) because they have a thing to say about stockpiling ammo but no I I enjoyed Dawn of the Dead
0: maybe in your country
3: well (laughs) maybe in a lot of countries (laughs) but uh, I enjoyed Dawn of the Dead and um, I will I I may seek out Day of the Dead without being forced to watch it on, on this segment or maybe you, you will should. be
2: forced to watch it.
3: Well, it depends how quickly you force me to watch it. I might go watch Day of the Dead right now. Okay. Well, let me... Uh, you can watch
2: it. Yeah, you should. <laughs> Anthony <laughs> Anthony's a big supporter. <laughs> I will agree with you. Tom Savini's work in Day of the Dead was absolutely ridiculous, but I think the reason why Dawn of the Dead sticks out as one of the best zombie films of all time for me is it might be because it's one of the first ones that I ever really watched as a, as yeah. an older adult and kind of went back and watched a classic movie, but... um. I just love the premise of it. I love being locked up and held up in a mall where you think everything is just going to work out really well and then things just happen and happen. And I, and I love that sort of um, thing behind it. But Day of the Dead is, is still another amazing movie.
3: Now, Tom Savini is one yep. of the Raiders, right? Yes. He
2: okay. does play that yep. And he's in Land he's, of the Dead. He's in everything, I think.
0: <laughs> he's in lots of stuff.
2: Yeah. yeah but, he played
0: uh, the uh, – have you all
1: seen Dust Till Dawn? Yep. Yes. You know the guy with the uh, crotch pistol?
0: Yeah, that's yeah. oh,
2: yeah. Tom Savini. That was Tom Savine. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. How could that's you
3: forget Crotch yeah. Pistol yeah. Man?
2: I know, I don't know. I just the scene for some reason. But um I am excited to say though, Ryan, mm-hmm. uh your next movie is Day of the Dead No, I'm just kidding. Oh. Um it is a, a a newer movie. Uh you'll probably really enjoy it. It's, Not zombie it's 2000... strippers again. No, no. Oh, um scary. It's 2003, so it's a little bit on the newer side. Okay, good. Um, it's directed by one of the.
3: <laughs> I have a bad feeling it's... this is a terrible movie
0: because <laughs> he's uh, no, he, it's great. He's holding on to it. Maybe oh it's great, maybe maybe that was the idea behind it when we picked it. It's it's called um,
2: House of the Dead.
3: Oh, I've seen this one. Does that does that mean no, I don't do have, have to watch it again? It.
2: No, you gotta watch it again. No.
3: <laughs> you're gonna watch it again. I, it's been a long time, and I believe there are exactly. m- multiple sequels. Yeah, well, we we'll don't start...
0: need to see the sequels. You yeah. just need to see
2: this one. Just, just start with the first one, Ryan, and that'll work. Uh, it's it's Bowl's Boll's uh, House of the Dead, okay. and uh, or as I like to call him, Uwe Boll. Uwe Uwe uh, Boll. Uwe Boll. Uh, Should so... be Uwe Toilet Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> yeah. nailed it. That's good. So that's your that's your that's your mission for next week's uh for oh next week's movie. You got you got a classic. You got a good classic out of there. So we got to get some uh some more great movies out of you too.
3: <laughs> so yeah, basically, we, we, we what to you're saying. To- you're if alternating it up to
2: Anthony. You'd be, if we were up to Anthony, you'd be watching Day of the Dead.
3: <laughs> well, I like Anthony. I definitely
2: do better
1: than Bowl. I tell you that much.
2: <laughs> I know,
3: right? <laughs> See what I had to deal week deal with week after week. Ugh.
0: We give I him do. good movies, and then we give him crap movies. It's okay. okay. And you have both we seen have this flick, right?
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. you got you got to figure it all out on your own. Mm-hmm. Um, so thank you, Ryan, for watching that one. Uh, I'm very excited for you to come back next week with your take on the next one. Sure. But um, we're going to do what we normally like to do on this show. And uh, we're going to go ahead and talk about a little show called um, – I think it's called The, the Something Dead. The – Oh, The Walking Dead. No, no,
0: no. No, no, no. no, no, Please, please, please. I'm sorry, please. Daryl, Daryl. Please, please. You almost died because of him. I didn't. Let him be. Daryl. Please, I'm sorry. Ah, 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 ah.
2: hit the mute button
3: again you did it again (laughs) i was like whoa do we lose bob so
2: um i as i was saying when you guys couldn't hear me as i was talking to myself uh, i think i captured the only dialogue in that episode
0: it's a very quiet episode it's
2: uh weird to go back through audio and look at all like the blank lines and when
3: you're trying to pull a clip and you're like huh there's a lot of uh (laughs) soap opera music in this episode
2: yeah, and it felt like a very soap opera heavy episode. Um, we we knew we were going to get a slow episode at some point this season, and I would say
0: this would probably be it. Um, yeah, it it definitely gets somewhere and does something, but it takes its. But was it time necessary?
2: <laughs> I mean, I mean, and I'm gonna be I'm gonna be completely honest with you guys, and I might get a lot of hate for this. I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of Carol. <laughs> uh oh. As a character on the show, she just kind of annoys me a little bit, and I don't know what it is, but I'm just not a fan and like watching her and Daryl kind of doing their thing it she just kind of annoys me the whole time and maybe i mean to me, the episode was fine, I didn't not enjoy it, but at the same time, I was like, "I want something to happen <laughs> I'm like let's let's do this and uh I don't know how you felt, Ryan, but it just seemed a little too slow for me.
3: Yeah, I I mean, Carol is an interesting character and in how we see her story progress from when Rick kind of, you know, sent her off on her own to where we see her now. Um, she's kind of like a female Rambo, which is awesome. I think it's great that we've got a, a very strong female character in the show. Uh, there's a lot of strong female characters in the show now that Laurie's dead. Um, but, uh, well, when she was a ghost, some would argue she was more stronger there than she was when she was alive. But, uh, spoilers. Um, anyways. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. Uh, no, in this episode, Carol's sort of like, it's weird. Like She's like, she was on her own for so long, and now she's with the group, and she's like, I'm not supposed to be with the group because I I did a terrible thing, but I don't think it was terrible, so I should be on my own. And And Daryl's trying to explain to her, like, you need to restart. You need to try. You, you can't just walk away. And it's, and that like the whole episodes about that. And then Daryl does it. And it, I don't know, like Carol's probably going to die, but, but in this season, but not in the way that Andrea went out where the, where the show writers kind of like rode her into the ground. Uh, I think Carol's, you know, the reason we're not, super into carol this this season is because she's kind of like conflicted and we can understand why she's conflicted and she's so are gonna, you are you sorry go yeah, ahead
2: so i i mean i are you okay with carol carol's character or are you kind of just kind of like Eh, she's all right
3: i prefer daryl more so than than well, carol I really and guess. i and i think that uh and oh, i know a lot of people do but uh yeah i don't know i can take her or leave her i, I think she's just too independent you know i'm more about the group characters i you know, I can't really connect with people who just want to be on their own. And it's like, that's not very interesting to me. And that's probably why it was a very quiet episode, because it was either her alone with flashbacks or her and Daryl. And they're both so, so hardcore trackers. They just never talk, you know.
2: Well, here's the thing, too, with the flashbacks. And I'll get Anthony's opinion in a second here, too. But they just seemed like they weren't even necessary because they didn't really show much. Right. They're just a flashback of what we already saw. Kind of, you know, we saw one scene where she was away or whatever, but um, well, it it doesn't
3: fill in any holes. They were pointless flashbacks.
2: That's what I'm saying is it just seemed very unnecessary. Um, All of a sudden we got a glimpse of when Carol was with Tyrese, you know, and whatever. We already saw that. But um, Anthony, what what was your take on this show? I mean, as far as the season go, I'll take take your what do you think is a season and then this episode?
1: Honestly, I think this is their best season so far. I mean, they, it's, 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 yeah. slow, it's it's slowly progr- progressed and gotten better throughout the seasons. And, uh, you know, it really, I think, is their best so far. They kept everybody separated and on the move, which is kind of giving the show more life, kept it more interesting from week to week. They're not just sitting on the farm plucking chickens each week.
2: Right, right. And I think we're, most of us are in agreement with you here on this show. We all love this season. But uh, as far as this episode goes, what what'd you, what were your thoughts when it happened?
1: It's probably the slowest one so far, and it's kind of strange. I don't remember much about it. You know, I remember <laughs> watching it, and <laughs> just I remember Carol and Daryl just walking around and just doing their thing. That's all they did the whole episode. There yeah, wasn't that really much to it.
2: Yeah, and there's nothing you can really take from it other than, hey, mate, they met that kid. <laughs> you know.
3: Yep, yeah. Yeah.
2: Remember that kid?
3: Well, it served it, its purpose. You know, I do think the, it it brought it brought the kid, Noah, to somebody and and got Carol to the hospital and sent Daryl. I mean, we still don't know whether Daryl goes back to the church for regrouping or goes to the hospital. Oh, you well, know. I'm
0: pretty sure that, that at the end of the episode that's what we were witnessing. Yeah, they were driving there. They they've answered all the questions we've had since the episode where they killed the hunters.
3: Yeah, and once again, and- Lou is right. We are going back to the church to regroup and then everyone's going to converge on the church and then the mid-season finale ends with another clean slate, and which I think is boring. I don't like the mid-season clean slate finish. I, I, th- you know what? I, I, the reason I watched this episode today before we recorded is because I wasn't super excited to watch it. 'Cause there was no really? there was no hanging from the last episode that I knew was going to be addressed in the Carol and Daryl hour. You know? Um I'd say like, I didn't hate the episode, but Anthony put it in a really great way. Like, I remember watching it, I don't remember much about it, you know, minus the couple key beats with Noah actually being pretty badass with that you guys look tough, I'm really sorry, and then taking the knife to the tent. I thought that was fantastic. Um very ballsy of him too, like He's grown a lot since escaping the hospital. I mean, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. he escapes the hospital, is out on his own, and suddenly he's just like he grows a pair. It's, you know, good for him.
1: But, you know, Daryl doesn't he have sort of a racist background with his brother? Oh, I think. You think it's going to come into play with Noah at some point in time when he's just about got him killed by zombies? Yeah,
2: well, I don't know it seemed weird I mean it doesn't seem like he has any problems with Tyrese back in the church but um yeah it's true it, it's, it's funny true. you say that though too because he was so quick to let him go you know um before Daryl was all hey you know we don't need to do this you don't need to do this trying to like protect Carol kind of thing and then like she pretty much uh she was ready to shoot the kid and Daryl was like nah and then later in the episode he's so protective of Carol that he's like yeah just let him go you know like whatever it was weird it was just a weird transition to see daryl's character go from trying to be the good guy to like just a big pretty much a big douchebag overall Mm -hmm. like just gonna let this kid get eaten by a zombie while he can't move yeah
1: you know i do i do have one one big question i want someone to answer me for this show though and that what season is it i mean what what time of year is it is it winter is it summer Spring. <laughs> uh, I mean, they're wearing yeah. toboggans and you know caps and coats and everything and sweating their butts off.
3: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's yeah, probably no, like can, spring or, or fall maybe. It looks like there's a lot of wind. It doesn't look extremely hot.
0: I was going to say it's probably fall if I had to guess. It it also leads into my other question that I brought up last week, I think. Um, oh, we're going to get Louis how, Grant again. <laughs> They're still in Georgia. How have they not left Georgia?
3: Yeah, they're back in Atlanta again. It's like, hey, everybody, we're going to the big city, and it's yeah.
0: a big circle. Yeah.
3: No, I agree. Yeah. They just um, really think that they really like Georgia. Excuse me, they really like Georgia.
0: They could, but my. my I mean, whole... I know it's filmed in Georgia, so it makes sense for them to keep them in Georgia, but. You can move to other states and still film in Georgia and be able to fool us that it's Virginia, you know? <laughs> right. um, and uh, overall, I, I just want to say that, you know, I was okay with this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, my only gripe is that it was too long. <laughs> it felt too long.
3: Yeah, the the 45-minute um, running time that, that for every episode of the season. I, You know what they could have done? I would have been fine with the jumping around, you know? I think the stuff in this episode could have been paired with maybe Beth or no, that wouldn't work because they got Beth up to Carol. Well, maybe, well, maybe that's the issue is that they couldn't find a good pairing for this story, uh, to kind of like shove it along with. So, you know, it, you know, you're right. It took too long to get around to introducing Noah again, even though we knew he would, he would pop up and it took too long to get to the, to the very end and, I, I, I was just saying,
0: Yeah. Go ahead. So dude. they should. I was okay when it started out, and I sh- showed Rick with the car, and that it took, it dawned on me for, it took about 20 seconds for me to go, oh, this is back when he kicked her out. Okay. Right. I get it. And then they showed what she did, and I was like, okay, how is this going to be relevant? And then they showed the smoke, and it was like, okay, they're explaining how she got back to the prison. Mm-hmm. All right. And then. Later on in the episode, they show her burning the bodies at the prison. And we're like, no, no, no. We know this. You showing me this doesn't make a difference. I already know that she did it. I already know why she did it. We've uh, She already talked about doing it. Why are you spending the minute and a half that you're showing me her burning the bodies that you need to? And then the scene when she rescued them all from uh, 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 the hunters. Um, or hunters. Yeah. With- terminus thank you uh, it, it was like no no isn't this like a, th- a three minute scene from a previous episode that we already saw like why are you showing me this again
3: yeah it's, yeah, uh, it's almost me, like we yeah. we need to be reminded that it happened by showing us that it happened so this way we're not like in our forums saying like well we never actually saw it so maybe she's covering for somebody it's like oh, okay whatever here they are here's the minute and a half screen time
0: and as I was gonna say, I, I mean, I enjoyed the stuff. It was a quiet episode, and I enjoyed the character development. But it just felt like there were too many flashbacks—the to stuff that happened so long ago—that it's not really relevant to what's going on right now. Mm-hmm. Right. Unless they're going to kill her off in the next two episodes. Well, that's what it and feels like. The, she's going it's going like, out, yeah. Oh yeah, they're gonna—they're gonna—they're re- gonna remind us that how important she is, and all the things that she's done to keep them all alive so that when they kill her someone will shed a tear.
3: Yeah, and that's the issue, right? <laughs> like they couldn't just kill her off before when she was already away and independent because then it's like, well, yeah, she's dead, she left that's her own fa- her own bad. I I think they're 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 pulling a tea dog here. They're building her up, making her a hero, mm-hmm. and they're going to rip that carpet from underneath us like sh- we know she's in the hospital. I think the way she got into the hospital was was really brutal. Like that yeah. car okay. hit them, I, hit her, right? I missed it.
0: Yeah, I, I, want, I want to say this. So when uh, uh, when Beth gets kidnapped last season, we kind of just see somebody grab her, stuff her in the back of a car, and that's it. And then they tell her that they rescued her. Right. Right? And then in this season, those that car did not need to hit her. She was hit on purpose.
3: Well, they they needed to hit her if they wanted the excuse of you were hurt and we needed to bring her in. It's almost like they're targeting what? survivors and, like, guilting them into staying there. And for some reason they're – well, we know why Officer McRapie is targeting –
0: Indentured servitude, man. Indentured servitude. Yeah, and
3: it's just weird that they seem to be targeting like they're targeting women, and I think the reason they're doing that is they're being very you know they're being kind of sexist. Like, oh well, odds are if we pick up a woman, you know, she won't fight back. It's like, well, you picked the wrong chick to mess with because Rambo is coming in. It's gonna tear shit up.
0: And the other, and the other thing too is is they're showing how weak the uh, leader in the hospital is. I can't think of her name at the moment, but she, her character. She thinks that her people are out there rescuing people. She's obviously not going with them if they're hitting people so that they can bring them back.
3: Yeah, right, right. Did they're the, just—they're basically getting Carol slaves. May, Sorry, go ahead,
0: Anthony. Did you
1: ever think? That, not to interrupt you guys. Did you think uh, Carol might have just stepped in front of the car herself to get into the hospital?
2: See, now last week we talked, mm. and I said that I thought that Carol was just faking. The um, like the whole thing, like I thought maybe she had a big master plan with Daryl, and she like made herself go to the hospital. But I don't know. After seeing that car accident, I was kind of like, I don't know if that was planned or not because she got hit pretty pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, but if she
1: decides to do it and steps out in front of a car, she don't know how how bad it's going to be. I mean, huh? that's
2: true. Like she and she knows that's where the, Beth is at this point. She knows that those people are taking Beth, so maybe she did jump right in front of it.
3: It's a great way up? to get in. You know, set up a false sense of security for them. Oh, she got hit by a car. She's weak. But it's also a great way to pop your shoulder back in. Like That yeah, arm is probably feeling a lot better.
2: Maybe she was like, <laughs> oh, man, this hurt. Oh, finally, I feel so much better. Well, can yeah, we talk
3: she- about that scene with the car on the overpass? Because I feel like that was the most, the best part of this episode. And it was kind of, to me, it didn't make sense. Like the car flips forward but still lands right side up. Did it make a full turn? It didn't look like it did.
0: Yeah, it's called gravity, Ryan.
3: No, it started to spin it, it, forward.
0: It's because if you... Uh, there was a... I saw a clip of them doing this stunt. Uh, and they had to drop a car because the one they kept pushing over the side kept landing on its roof.
3: Yeah, exactly.
0: So, <laughs> it's, it's at one point, they literally cut away and then cut in the car landing on its wheels.
3: See, it didn't look... It didn't look right to me, so now that you yeah. explained it, it's like, that's why it didn't look right, because gravity would, the way it went, yeah, no, the the way way, it went down it slowly is it would always land on its roof, but the scene where the zombies just start, it's all quiet, it's like, oh, we did it. Boom. boom. Boom, 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 Like, all the zombies hit in the car. I thought that was great. It was really cool.
2: Yeah, it was, that was a pretty neat way to, way to go. It was kind of like, whoa, is Daryl actually going to do this? <laughs> you know? And, uh, they, they did it, which was pretty intense, but, um, that's probably the only real exciting part of the episode. Even like when, um, what's his face kidnapped or you know took the weapons and everything. It still wasn't like that exciting, you know.
3: No, it was just but, it was it was par for the course, you know.
2: Yeah. So I don't know. All in all, I think Lou was kind of right. we were going to get a slower episode, and you know, um, it would all be resolved. Probably the next week's the mid-season finale, right?
3: No,
1: it's the week after. No. It, it, oh, oh, so we got two. Yeah, weeks, we got right? two more episodes.
2: Okay, so we have two episodes to wrap this up. So I'm going to ask the guy that works for AMC, uh, <laughs> Lou. What do you think happens next? What, is how how big is this next episode going to be?
0: Uh, this next next episode will be the build up for them going to the hospital to find out what's going on, and then the conflict with the hospital will end mid episode, and we'll be left with mid season finale. Wait, can't wait to find out what happens in the conclusion at the hospital. Okay, Anthony, what that's do you think?
2: my call. Anthony, what do you think? We got two episodes to wrap this up. What do you think happens?
1: Well, I think next week will be the talking episode. They're going to figure out what to do in the last episode, hmm. and then the last episode will be the one where it's hail you know, balls to the wall, basically.
2: Right, kind of like before. Have you read any yeah. of the comic books?
1: I haven't, which I'm kind of glad because it hasn't really ruined a lot of the season for me.
2: Do you have any idea or any inkling of where you think they're gonna go next or what they're gonna do after this season? I really don't. Not 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 they keep
1: changing things up, you know, which I kinda of like. You never really know from season yeah. to season where it's heading.
2: Yeah, it's it's good. It's a fun watch. Um Ryan, what are we gonna get? What what's coming up? Hmm.
3: Well I I actually think there's gonna be big revelations next episode. I you know, every time I make a prediction, and occasionally, um, eventually I'm going to be right, I keep trying to jump the gun. I just, I want them to continue the pace they had early on in the season. I feel like the first three episodes were very boom, 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 and now we're starting to get a little relaxed. Um, I really think that next episode will focus on resolutions of the hospital, and we might even get a conclusion there. And then the mid season finale will go back to Abraham. And face beaten scientist dude, and to see them kind of try to make their way back and possibly stumble upon what will be the arc for the second half of this season. Because I really do think you need to introduce that second half before you go anywhere. Uh, So it could be that, or maybe the hospital is a bigger part of something, or is a small part of something bigger. I don't know. But I really do think you need to introduce the second half storyline.
2: Yeah, it has to be there at some point at the end. Um, my, my last question on this, and I'm going to do this while we have a guest on. Does anyone die by the midseason finale? Lou, you first. Carol. Carol. Ryan.
3: Carol's a pretty safe bet.
2: Yeah? What about you, Anthony? Oh, you yeah. Think, you think anyone's going by the midseason? You know,
1: I don't, I don't really know. They have a lot of trouble pulling the trigger on this show from time to time. So. True,
2: yeah. yeah. This is the
1: first time i've heard anybody really mention carol even being off the show like this so
2: see i i have this weird feeling that they're building it up like carol's gonna die and we all think she's gonna die but she's not gonna die someone else is gonna die and you're like whoa what (laughs) she's such
1: a she's such a strong character with a great story arc that uh it almost be bad to take her out of the show because she's one of the the better badasses on there
2: so to speak Mm -hmm. true true she is definitely a badass so we'll see what happens we got time no we don't we only have two weeks Never <laughs> <mind>. just kidding <laughs> so uh that's our walking dead recap for this week and I, I think we've been going pretty long in this show so uh ryan why don't we get why don't we get going in this wrap up here yeah yeah
3: all right not that kind of wrap up oh sorry uh <laughs> i will do the normal wrap up um well, first off, you can go and purchase uh, Zombies Ate My Podcast t shirts on slashloot.com. What also, Hmm? Oh, what colors. i it coming. Yeah. <I'm about> he <laughs> said <laughs> colors. I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, black, white, and ash. Uh, ash is like a gray. Sort of a mixture of white and black. Is that good enough, Bob? Should I go this more in last depth? Time i time let you do this. <laughs> on the colors? Uh, all kinds of sizes ladies, children. Not that you'd want to deck your children out in, in, in weird zombie shirts. But also, there's the, uh, alongside the Zamp shirt, there's still our Extra Life 2014 team shirt, which has, it kind of looks like a concert shirt, and it has Zamp on the back. Very cool. Uh, you can go to slashloot.com and find those fabulous products for purchase right now. Yay. Yeah. Also, go to our website where you'll find links to said t-shirt, ZombiesAteMyPodcast.com Send us an email info at ZombiesAteMyPodcast.com Follow us on Twitter at Zombies Podcast. Like us on Facebook Plus one us on Google Subscribe on YouTube If you want to follow individual hosts you can find myself at R. Murphy Lou at BusyZombieLord Bob at BobbertF And finally, quick shout out to Joel Duggan for all the fantastic zombie related artwork You can go to JoelDuggan.com for more info on him. And I almost forgot, Anthony, where can the fine listeners find you? Any Twitter to plug, website, stuff like that? Uh you can
1: find me, my Twitter handle is at A to the W R. Um I got a Facebook page, you have to search me out. I don't know it off the top of my head. Oh. And I got a I got a blog called a poetry com.
3: Cool. Perfect. Well we'll throw all those links in the show notes and people definitely definitely check out his work uh, the zombie holiday trilogy and uh, let us know what you thought about our zombie masterpiece theater and we'd love it love to do it again be be nice though <laughs> be, well yeah nice. you know you know don't don't comment on how wow kaylee really sounded like a 27 year old male canadian i don't think that's quite what the author pictured and uh i think anthony <laughs> offair will tell us like yeah it definitely was not supposed to sound like that so <laughs>
1: Yeah. So, hey, you guys did a great job. I really appreciate you having me on and everything. Oh, no, you thank know you. what, we,
2: re- we really appreciate you coming on and spending some time with us. I need all the listeners out there go check it out on Amazon. Search for Anthony Renfro or search for a Zombie New Year's Zombie Holiday Trilogy. Go get these little Kindle or Amazon books and uh, they're ebooks, They're great. Uh, buy an iPad. Give it as a stocking stuffer to me. <laughs> no, <laughs> I just tried to get an iPad out of that. It didn't work. Oh. So, uh, Anthony, thank you again for coming on the show. It was great. It was a lot of fun reading some of your short story, and I, I look forward to reading the rest. Hopefully not I do out loud it. <laughs> to a room full of people. <laughs> we'll start with yeah, we'll You start did a great slow. job. <laughs> All right, so that will do it for this episode of Zombies Ate My Podcast. For myself, for Ryan, for Lou, for Anthony, just make sure you look both ways before you cross the street. Problem solved. <laughs> Incoming bad zombie joke. Uh oh, it's back. It's back. I think I may have done this one before too. <clears throat> so uh it's guys, trying to
0: get you some new jokes.
2: So guys, um, do you think that zombies eat French fries with their fingers?
3: Uh, no, no.
2: Yeah, because they eat their fingers separately.
3: Oh shoot! <laughs> do, do, do they? Yeah, I don't think we've heard this one yet. Is it a good
2: one? You like
0: that one? It's good. That was pretty bad. That was bad. It's It's like
3: a twist. It's like, oh, what a twist. It wasn't a joke. It's more like it just wasn't what you were thinking.
2: It's a plot change. Yeah.
3: Totally threw me out on that one.